Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to the 200th episode of the Podcast Manager Show. We are celebrating 200 episodes today, nearly 100,000 downloads, and our new YouTube channel with our podcast episodes on it. All of that we are celebrating today with this episode and also with a giveaway. So I'll go into that at the end of the episode. So stick around to hear about the giveaway that we're going to be doing over the next week to celebrate number 200. I mean, I I could say like, I can't believe it, but I can. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm not sure if you guys know my story before I started this podcast management business, but I had another podcast that was a fitness podcast that's still going thanks to my friend Katie. But we started that back in 2016. So I have been nearly consistently podcasting for a while. So it doesn't surprise me that I'm here. I love podcasting and I will continue to do it. So here we are, but celebrating 200 episodes on this show and doing that with this topic of how do you help your client pivot their show so they can get the maximum ROI? And what I wanted to kind of speak to is that Our clients will start their shows and there's a focus in the beginning that we'll talk about. And then, you know, maybe they lose a little bit of steam at, you know, episode 60. And then maybe they lose a little bit bit of steam on, you know, episode 130 or something. And then it's like there's a, a pattern that, okay, I've put out this many episodes. Now what do I do? You know, I've kind of drained this idea. Okay, now what's the evolution of the show so I can still utilize this as a marketing tactic? And this show is going to be based on more of those clients who are using this podcasting as a marketing tactic for their businesses. You know, some of us have clients who are more in the lifestyle area or have kind of a chat show. And that, that's a different strategy because you're you're more looking at who is coming on the show when you have a you know, interview show, people are coming to listen to two interesting people. That's a different strategy. On this episode, we're going to specifically talk about how do we keep our coaching clients, our course creating clients, those types of clients engaged in their show so that they can continue to get an ROI on the episode. Now, anytime we talk about ROI, I'll let you know that I've done multiple episodes on the ROI of podcasting for your client. So we'll tag those episodes in the show notes and below. So check those out if you're not really familiar with the idea of like, well, what, yeah, what are the ROI? When you think of ROI, return on investment, normally you think of financial. And financial is an important ROI when it comes to business, when you're paying for things, as we are. Uh, But there's also other pieces of ROI, other ways to get a return on your investment when it comes to podcasting. So it's more than just financial. Now, Let's get into this because I know you're probably wondering, okay, yeah, what is the focus of the show early on? And your client, your clients may have a focus and may have a plan. 
I would say probably 75% of our clients will know, okay, this is how I want to start the show. These are the topics I want to start with. But the formula that a lot of people use is talking about your core 10 to 20 topics to really launch the show. So, you know, a core topic would be something that when a brand new person comes into your client's area, you know, their little spot of the internet, what do they need to know? What are their burning questions? What is it that's going to get them ready to buy the product that your client is selling or the you know membership or, or whatever it is that your client is selling? What is the customer journey and what topics does your client need to talk about to get someone ready to introduce your client to them, get that, that like no trust factor? And so those are like the first 10 to 20 episodes uh, and it can actually expand beyond that because let's say your client has, oh, yeah, I, you know, they've got 20 topics of for me, it's, you know, what is podcast management? And, you know, can I do this if I'm if I don't have experience? And like that, that's the type of stuff that are like the just the basis of my business. So that's always what I'm going to start with because that's what people need to know first. So beyond that, though, let's say, like I said, your client has 15 topics that they are automatically like, yes, 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 yes. They're also going to probably sprinkle some interviews in there, you know, stuff that they makes a lot of sense with their topic, but they're not the expert on. So maybe that's, you know, bringing in a, a literal expert of like, you know, a doctor or, you know, a someone who is really good at something that makes sense with the with the podcast. So again, for me, it would be bringing in people that maybe they are really good at Upwork. We just had someone on the show who's really great at um, landing clients on Upwork. That's not my specialty, right? But it makes a lot of sense. It's very valuable to you as listeners. So that's why we bring them on the show. So in those first handful, more than handful, but the first section of episodes, that's what you're really doing. You're really building the show on the framework of the, the person as in the client's business and sprinkling in interviews that make sense. And that can get you really far. But then eventually... That strategy runs out. And that's when clients are like, oh, oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, we have been really going hard at this. And we've been pouring stuff, you know, pouring energy into this podcast over the last couple of months. Now what? Now what do we do? So I want to talk from there. Okay, now what do you do? Some of the things that you can try with your clients is going into a series. So this is an idea of, you know, going going into a series approach where maybe your client does like three episodes on the same topic. They go deep on a topic or, you know, and then they have an interview and then they do, you know, four episodes on this on a similar topic, you know, that kind of go together as in a series. And then they have another interview. So you can kind of take that approach, even if this is this is what I found, even if they're not labeled as a series and they're not they're not like marketed as a series, it can help your client to kind of focus around, okay, what are we talking about next? And how can I go maybe a little bit deeper on one of those core topics? So they've been going over the core topics for the past couple of months. Now, maybe what's something we need to go deeper on? And what are questions that we need to answer that we've gotten since we released those episodes? So you're kind of picking apart and, and teasing out, I guess, is a better way of putting it, but like teasing out the topics that have already been covered and you're going deeper into them. And you can do that in kind of a series format or you can just do it as, of course, just solo episodes. At the same time, it is helpful to sprinkle in those interviews because it gives your client a little bit of a brain break 
and it adds an element to the show that the uh, you know the, the listeners it's not just the host right so that can be really helpful is answering questions that you're getting directly from the listeners or you know from the client's audience at large and then teasing out some more topics from those core 10 to 20. So talking about those core topics is really going to help drive the financial ROI of the client's show primarily because those topics are going to lead the listener down the customer journey, whatever your client has set up, to the end goal, whatever they're purchasing. Also, you know, you can implement lead magnets or freebies into these episodes where, you know, maybe one episode that's a really solid episode for your client, it's well received, it's just a core question, a core topic that has to be covered in your client's business. You can attach a freebie to that episode so that you are getting listeners' email addresses and, again, pulling them down the customer journey or the funnel, as we love to call it. Um, that's a, that's one word that I know can confuse people. And so, yeah, that's that's the funnel. You know, you have your podcast listeners and they start to go down into your your client's customer journey to pr- go on to purchase whatever your client has to offer. But when you're focusing on these core topics, you're really driving that financial ROI. But there's also the ROI of your client building relationships. So sprinkling in those interviews helps your client to grow their personal network by inviting people to come on the show. And because then, you know, what you don't really see is behind the scenes. We see it because we're podcast managers. But what other people don't really see is that behind the scenes, when you invite someone on your show, you know, you get to talking, you get to know each other. You, is there, you find out, is there another way for you to collaborate? And so every time your client invites someone on their show, unless they already know them, but if it's a new person, you grow your own network as a podcaster. So they're getting that ROI as well. And then in general, just having the show, they're growing their authority by having a show based on this topic and being able to speak to this topic topic and to this audience every single week. So that's how they're getting that type of ROI as they're doing the, these types of topics for their show. So we talked a little bit about series, but another approach is to have like reoccurring topics on the show. Let me give you some examples. So you know, I do success stories. That's a reoccurring uh, episode that I have that people look forward to. And we do, you know, once a month or so. So that's an example of a reoccurring topic that you could do weekly or not weekly. You could do monthly or quarterly or something like that. But you can also do topics yearly. So, you know, I always do an episode titled How to Land Clients in 2024. And I'll be doing that one soon. So each year I will do a new fresh take on a topic that does get old, right? You don't really want to listen to a, an episode of how to land clients in 2022. That seems like old news, even if the topic or the content could still be good, but it feels dated, mainly because of the title. But still, it feels dated. Like, I want to know what's fresh. So your client can kind of use that to their advantage and do a reoccurring episode yearly, you know, by twice a year, whatever makes sense for that topic. But having some of those sprinkled in really does help keep the show moving because we just really want to avoid like your client just sitting there and like, oh gosh, what am I going to, what am I going to talk about this week? You know, because that's just like having a podcast and the host coming from that 
type of energy doesn't give the best result. And so having this type of like a dynamic calendar helps keep their energy and their passion for it up, which is really important as as we know as podcast managers. But it's also really important for them to capitalize on the show for their own business and maximize their return on investment. Another thing that your client might want to try out is repurposing content from elsewhere onto the show. Now, I'm going to be 100% honest and say this is not my favorite. In fact, I try to avoid this at all costs. (laughs) But sometimes your client wants to do it. So let's talk about it. Maybe they want to go into doing, you know, Instagram lives or YouTube lives, or they're going to start doing a monthly training that people sign up for. And so then like they want to release it on the podcast a month later, you know, repurposing other things into the show it's it can be a great use of their time right and if it's really valuable content it's great that it's on the show but people as in the listeners they do sense when it's not the when the energy is not in the podcast and so if you're just kind of using the podcast as like a dumping ground for other things the client is doing in their business Listeners will eventually say, okay, I want to go to where the, the podcaster is, the, the client. I want to go – if they're on you know, YouTube Live, I'm just – I want to go over there. And if, and if they don't want to go over there, they just won't. So I do think that like long term, I don't love that approach because it's just not like authentically podcasting. But if your client wants to sprinkle those kind of kinds of things in – and, or they just want to go through a little bit of a season of their life doing that because they're super busy with this or that, then I think it can work, right? You're not going to lose the, the entire audience. It's not it's not that that big of a deal, right? But I do think that as, as far as like thinking of kind of creative ideas for your client to keep them engaged, this is not necessarily my favorite. Uh, but another thing that, you know, people will do, especially if we're talking about coaching clients or course creators is if they have coaching calls, repurposing those onto the show occasionally to give their audience a taste of what it would be like to be on a coaching call with them. So that's an, that's one way that you can do it. You can use that idea, but you don't do it as a, okay, moving forward, we're just going to put all of this stuff on the show, right? So just being mindful of how often you're doing that is important so that you can still the show can still have its own fresh content so that people will want to stay engaged with it. Now, once your clients are beyond 150 episodes, you then start to want to ask yourself, how many episodes do we want to keep in our catalog of episodes? Some podcast hosts will cap your episodes that can be live at 100. And you just go in and change that number to something else. But it just has me thinking, from the start of how many episodes do you really need? And my friend and I had a nutrition podcast a while back. And as we evolved in our understanding of nutrition and our approach to nutrition, we then didn't want people to listen to the old episodes because it was like, oh, gosh, that was kind of bad advice. (laughs) So, you know, as your clients have, you get, like I said, beyond 150, 200 and beyond, it's you you start to ask yourself, like, do we need all of these episodes available to our listeners? Because are they really going to go look back at them? And do we want them? Like if someone found the show, would you would we want them to start there? And so some of the the content that you might share, it might start being dated. And so then you can then go back and look at those early on topics and say, okay, what do I have to say about this topic now? 
Is there a new approach that we actually take on, you know, the topic we covered on episode two? So, yeah, once you're beyond 150, I say go back and look at the beginning episodes and say, what was so great about this episode and how can we have a new take on it so that people can hear our 2024 version of it? And it doesn't need to be labeled, you know, this episode in 2024. It can just be a new take on it and you can kind of start to let those episodes die by capping the amount of episodes that show up live. So you don't go back and delete them because that would be deleting downloads and you don't you don't even need to archive them. You just there's a setting in the podcasting host and this is kind of getting into the, you know, the details, but there is a setting in the podcast host that tells you uh, how many episodes are going to show up on the listening apps. So you can tweak that on the podcast host. There are so many other ideas that you can do to keep the podcast fresh. And I love hearing from you guys on different ideas that your clients have of, you're, you know, they're going to do this now, they're going to do that now. They're, they're just, it's so creative. And podcasting is obviously a very creative outlet for our clients. And so I just encourage you to encourage your client to stay in that creative zone and, 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 and test things and, and just to keep things fresh because I think that's really is an important factor to growing the podcast, which is obviously very important to us and to our clients. Now, I mentioned early in the episode that we are doing a giveaway for our 200th episode, almost at 100,000 downloads, and the launch of our YouTube channel. And with that giveaway, we're going to be giving away a beautiful box of goodies. I'll make sure to post a picture so you can see exactly what is inside this grand prize. And for my international friends, if I know we've got lots of people international that listen. So if me sending you something doesn't make sense when it comes to shipping or whatnot, I will have a solution for you if one of our international listeners wins. But the gift box is going to be amazing, and I cannot wait to show you a picture of that. Now, what you need to do to enter the giveaway is subscribe to our YouTube channel and subscribe to the show on a listening app if that's where you listen. And then write a review or comment below one of the YouTube videos and let us know what your favorite episode is, uh, what you liked about the episode. So either writing a review if you're an Apple podcast listener, or you can just go to the YouTube and find an episode that you like and let us know what is it that you like about the show? What do you look forward to? And just share some of your thoughts that is so valuable to us. And so we really appreciate you doing that. And then the last thing is just filling out a form so we know who you are and that you are participating in the giveaway. So for that, you just go to laurenwrighton.com forward slash giveaway, and you'll just check out, yes, I subscribed on YouTube. Yes, I wrote a review or I made a comment and submit your email so that we can then um, announce who the winner of the giveaway is. Now, we're going to run this giveaway from February 13th when this episode goes live until Wednesday, February 21st. Okay, so you have until the end of Tuesday, the 20th, to enter the giveaway. And then we will make an announcement later that week on who the winner is. Thank you so much for participating. I love doing this sort of thing just to celebrate 200 episodes and the YouTube channel and 100,000 downloads. I'm so grateful that you are here. I'm so grateful that we get to have this relationship, this conversation each week. And I love, love, love hearing what you think. So keep those comments coming. If there's anything that you want to hear on the podcast, let me know. I love doing specific episodes like that. And thank you for being here today. We will talk to you next week. 
I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode. Before you go, if you want to start making $5,000 a month without taking on a million clients, I have a special masterclass that is free just for you. Go get all the information, grab your seat at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass, and I'll see you there.